reading. Bunch of this stuff is up there for the <coughs> So they go into the same thing, elevations, floor plans, um, orientation of it. There's a good diagram there in the bottom right picture of page 41. Once again, the orientation of our building. Right? So we have our building, it's sitting on a chunk of land. Drop a compass on top of it. Wherever north is, that's the north side, east, west. So once again, the front of the building is what? North, or facing the road. Facing the road, right? So if you're standing at the road, you're looking at the front of the house. Otherwise, drop the compass on it, north, south, east, west, wherever it is. That's the orientation. So there's just another drawing there. The book doesn't have that in page 41. Or you're in here. So anyway, I'm just trying to supplement or maybe just help you guys out a little bit by showing you a couple things from there. It's the foundation plan. So we may not have to do this as a carpenter. Sometimes you show up and the foundation's done. Right? So bigger centers, whether you're framing Kamloops, Kelowna, um, maybe Victoria, lots of subdivisions. There's a crew that specifically does just foundations, right? Or roofers. Yeah. Now in terrace, you're expected to know how to do everything, right? Okay. Well, there's no, there aren't that many people in town that just do foundations, right? Lots of people here build. Same thing with Kitimat, ground up. Do the foundation work, subfloor, walls, siding, windows, roofing, all that stuff. You expect it to know how to do it all. But if you go down south, there's a cruise that they just frame. That's all they do. If you said go to Concord Former, well, I've never done Former in my life. I can bang a house up in three days, but I don't know how to do Former. Strictly concrete, guys. Yeah. That they just do concrete, they just frame, they just roof, they just side. You know, that's what people do. And that's kind of the more efficient way to do it, but because of our location, you're expected to kind of know how to do all that stuff here. Um, so foundation plan, as I said there, it's helpful to have most of the information will be on a foundation plan, but once again, we're gonna have to look in our spec sheets. Floor plan, that's once again, we talk Sorry, we chop off the top of the roof of the house and look down. First floor, second floor, what have you. Elevations, we've gone over this, north, south, east, west. <coughs> Notice your elevation gives us a lot of finished detail. So if we're trying to figure out what kind of siding it is, whether it's cedar, vinyl, hardy, um, a projection, pitch of our roof, maybe what's there for shingles, okay, asphalt shingles, 30 years. Okay, what do we have for fascia? What do we have for barge board? So, doing any exterior work or any pricing, we're going to look at our elevations. Also, too, I talked about height of the building. We're looking at our elevation, the bottom left corner, east elevation. So, top of the wall, it has that, right? Top of the wall, 142.6 or whatever it was, right? So, remember when we were looking on the site plan, it said TOW? Oh, top of the wall. Yeah, top of the wall. So we have that. The way they figure out the height of a building is they say the average grade of your building, <coughs> sorry, the average grade of your site. 
So if we had a piece of property, and let's say you wanted a bunch of things, obviously there's a couple dimensions, but let's say here's the road, here's the property, uh, let's say there's the back of your property back here, and it just so happens here's your road, so I'll do a little car here. There's a car, a really good one. Here's your property stake here, here's your property stake here. So there's the grade of the property. So they're gonna say the height of your house. Okay, let's say, I'll just keep it simple. Let's say that's, I'll just give it a value of 100. Let's say this is 97, three feet. They're gonna say an average of that. So the height of your house, let's say 98, well, we'll say, yeah, I'll say 98 um, feet, six inches, or 98 and a half feet. That's where you say that the maximum height of your house is 32 feet, or they'd say eight meters, or oh, nine meters, or oh, nine oh, point, whatever, that's where it is, right? So what I couldn't do is I couldn't say, here's my grade, I'll put a bunch of lock blocks here, right? Then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna bring up the grade of my property, this, and then all of a sudden this is 104 feet, right? And then, okay, well, 102, okay, now that I'm, whatever, almost four feet higher, now I'm just that much higher, so I'm gonna have a little bit better view or whatever, you can't do that. It's the natural grade average, there's your maximum height of your house. So you have to think of that as you're designing a building. So when you're sitting there with a pen and paper and you're hoping to submit something to the city, you have to know the height of the buildings, coverage, all those things, setbacks. You just can't say, go through the process, go to an architect, the architects in Duncan, you live in Terrace, you know, he draws something up, he spent 1500 bucks on your drawings, you give it to the city and said, your over height, your setbacks are screwed up, your coverage is screwed up. Okay, go back to the architect and spend another 1500 bucks. So our elevations, um, sections, kind of gone over this, cross sections, detailed drawings. So a detailed drawing is for something more specific. There might be a detailed drawing, for instance, for perimeter grain, right? So it might show it a little bit better just by showing uh, more detail of forage drain tile, crush, um, whatever, for something like that. So it says one to one or one to 10, so a larger scale. Um, survey markers, legal descriptions, subdivision plans. So a legal description has lot number, plan number, district number, and district name. So that's the legal description of a property. And that would be on what drawing? Our site plan. Yeah, our site plan. So survey certificate would have all this information on it. The legal description, the name of the owner, the name of the person responsible for surveying the property. So sometimes you have to do a title search too. So they know that whoever actually owns that property. 
right? So sometimes before you have to submit something or do any work, you have to prove that so-and-so owns that property. Uh, type and setbacks of the building, the location of the property relative to the north of the compass. So there's an example there, <coughs> plot plans, site plans, we've gone over that. Um, you guys should know what these stand for. So these symbols here, survey markers, iron pin. Yeah. Unless you're in Kitima, <coughs> what are they? The surveyors hate them for doing this. Hey? What would they use in Kitima? Of what? Iron pin. Instead of an iron pin. Aluminum. Fucking just gassed. Yeah. <laughs> aluminum smelter. That's crazy. Well, let's use aluminum. So advantages of using aluminum. Lightweight. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Lightweight or rust. Right? It's the big thing. Huh. Now, anyone dug up a stake or tried to find stakes before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was it rusty or not? Rusty. Really? Mm-hmm. Depending on your soil type, maybe, or depending on the water. Now, your pegs usually where your pegs driven. There's two reasons. The main reason. When you're walking around your yard, there might be a peg driven in the back. Do you trip over? Do you hit it with your lawnmower or weed whacker? People trip and cut their shit on it? No, no it's driven there. below the ground, yeah. right? No. Two reasons. Well, the main reason is why. So no one moves it. But the same thing is too, when something's driven below the ground, if I had a piece of steel, let's say this was a steel cylinder, and I left it sitting there out in the rain in Kinemat, mm-hmm. acid rain or whatever would probably rust it. If it's driven below the ground, and it's four inches below the ground, there might be a bit of surface rust on it, but it won't rust the same rate. Right, it's not exposed to air. <laughs> so that's advantage of having it. But the main reason your iron pin or IP, it's a steel stake driven below the ground, but no one will move it. And so um, that usually is where your corners are. Lead plug, where we use a lead plug. Concrete bedrock. Concrete bedrock, yeah. Let's take coffee, we'll carry on here after coffee. Nobody's ever been here, eh? <laughs>